Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Combos. My name's Ashley, and this is my cousin, confidant, and co-host, Reagan. And here we like to discuss things that are going on in the world. And what's going on in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and join us for another Saturday Night Conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Convos. Woo woot. Um, yeah, we are, you know, in 2022. We're almost in February. Like, what I know, we're, we're, we're still doing it. I know. <laughs> um, I think that's all we can say at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how's things going with you, Reagan? Um, standard. <laughs> I mean, not really bad. You know, not, you know, excellently well, just standard. You're like, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> that is positive. Yeah. What about you? It's, I, I don't, the, I, the world has strange emotions right now. I don't, I don't know. I know. I know. I don't know if it's because we're going on to almost two years of this. Um, but yeah, if anybody is listening from the U.S., the Canada definitely has more restrictions than the U.S. currently does. Um so yeah it's just it's limiting and it's frustrating yeah yeah and I, I think that's and the biggest thing is that it's like it there's almost like this this fear factor it's it's not like being on the show fear factor um <laughs> but it's like okay well what is safe to do and like a lot of people are kind of past that but then that's where i'm at i'm just kind of I'm past it. I'm past, mm-hmm. you know, like I, hell, I bought um, like N95 masks like <laughs> on New Year or no, was it? It was Christmas Eve after I got my vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> because they were saying with Omicron, right? Like you should wear an N95 and the cloth masks aren't safe anymore and all this. And, you know, I bought like five packs of them because they were on clearance and they're sitting in my trunk. And, you know, I've just gotten to the point where, you know, I'll assess the situation and I'll go, I'll I'll choose my mask. I'll be like a 95 if I go to the mall, (laughs) maybe regular blue mask or a cloth mask. But I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm I'm done living in fear. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realized this week, like we're 29, right? I think that's what we are. We're we're 29. Yes. And this has been going on for two years. Yes. And what have we missed out on? Right? Regular 20-somethings before the pandemic, right? Would have like traveled or started a business and maybe you started a business during this time and that's great and you got a master's degree actually and that's awesome but what other stuff have we missed out on in those two years 
that I mean we talk about developmental milestones for kids right uh-huh. we still have milestones that we want to accomplish a hundred percent yeah like I have I have so many pictures on my phone like most of my pictures of my child are on my phone because we don't develop a lot of pictures anymore like it's like a thing to develop pictures now I remember it was a thing to go to like it was it was like an exciting journey to go to like shoppers or blacks when you found like those canisters of like yes oh, yeah and you went and got them developed or the disposable yeah <laughs> yeah do you remember when dis- when uh disposable cameras were a thing oh my gosh i feel like they're are still those still them. around they still have them they're hard to find them okay um but like i was going through like pictures because i have like pictures on my phone from like four years ago mm-hmm. maybe even longer um but like i did so much and like now I just feel like stunted a little bit and that might that might not even be the right word but like I went to Great Wolf Lodge I went to like Kalahari I went like I just feel like kind of and I don't even know if lost is the right word but like I want to go but then I don't I feel stuck I very much feel stuck and scared Mm. Mm-hmm. and I don't know yeah I feel like that's the right kind of terminology and you and know like what? sorry to interrupt there's actually no it's okay like, there's new um like psychologists you know lingo mm-hmm. and like actual medical diagnosis for this stuff which yeah there's um I think it's fear of going right fear of going mm-hmm. places fear of going out and fear of there's another one like if you think mm-hmm. about what your fear is right so you have a fear of going out places but then we have another fear um it's not like fear of unknown but it's like you would you like there's a you know I what think I mean? for no 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 I know what you mean. So for like me, I've always had um I've always been an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um so I've always been very comfortable. Like I don't need to go out, I don't need to be like super social. Yeah. Um and I think when I became a parent, that became even even worse. Mm-hmm. and uh I have social anxiety mm-hmm. and I think with COVID yes. it became it became even gave me an opportunity not to have to go absolutely so yeah it's uh it's been a yeah so there's oh so FOGO has just been developed the fear of going yeah to- yeah like that makes another, sense there's another one too related to covid mm-hmm. um but i just can't think of the name of it you know but yeah yeah it's i yeah i think it's gonna be interesting to see what comes 
out of COVID. Can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear fine. Okay. I'm playing with my microphone. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of COVID. Like what you say, like developmental milestones where we're like, we used to being go, go, go. And like, we push ourselves to like go out and discover things and like, just, you know, really just push ourselves. And now we're just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just hope, I hope that like, they keep saying like, you have to learn to live with it and you have to learn, like, guess what in the States? They're learning to live with it. I mean, their numbers were really high for a while, but you know what? They're just living life. And here, for people to keep saying, you have to learn to live with it, but yet Mm -hmm. still imposing these measures, like... And I think that's part of the... It's like, during, like, the summers, like, it, it... we live with it i think it's when they push us back into like lockdowns and restrictions 100%. like i th- I think that's what increases the anxiety around it 100 and also there's a lot of anger right yeah. like which is under 100 like like nobody like you know go crazy on our instagram or do i'm fine with it but um there's a lot of anger around those restrictions mm-hmm. which we're all like and we're in Canada, like we're in fucking Canada. Well, and we, and we saw a yeah, lot of that. You can't, there. you you can't really eat outside in Canada. Let's well, be you honest, can. you can sit in the snow. You can freeze to death. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like when when you when you close down, especially on. Ontario's hashtag Doug Ford when you close down outdoor, like indoor dining mm-hmm. the restaurant industry is just like slash like even though like I'm I'm okay with supporting the restaurant industry believe me I love taking doing takeout um but yeah I know 100% I just I think, but again, when 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 you put on those restrictions, how many people are affected? Well, exactly, everybody. Exactly, and you know what? I was watching the news the other night, and again, there was a sound clip. I think it was from the prime minister who said, "Like, we have to get things open and learn to live with it." And I'm like thinking in my ex. I think I said it out loud. <laughs> to no one because you know there's no one else watching the news with me usually um but like okay so if that's your point then why the hell like in december were you like oh we gotta shut everything down we gotta go into lockdown like no like yeah it's just it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous mm-hmm it's absolutely ridiculous. And another thing, can we just talk about while we're talking about the subject is the shame, the shame factor that people feel when they get COVID. I've heard a lot of stories about kids feeling very upset about having COVID because they think they did something wrong. A lot of adults, you know, feel defeated in um you know the fight that we've been waging Mm -hmm. the last two years right like we need that shame factor away because guess what it's a virus we all Mm -hmm. get viruses which i don't know if we've actually talked and we may have touched on this 
but um i've also seen a lot of tiktoks about this i've um okay (laughs) story time um we had so i've been tested for covid again we're going on like two years of this um a a couple of times but in like the first summer we had a like potential case of my partner's work so we had to self-isolate and we were all tested including my Mm four-year-old at the time he was four and um I just remember like at the time right you still weren't I think it was like June or July like it was pretty early on yeah um but at the time um I like called and told people we still weren't seeing a whole lot of people and I just remember it I live in a pretty small area but it just going around the rumor mill of like oh my god they potentially have COVID and like I was like really Mm -hmm. like I already feel like upset that my that my four-year-old potentially has like there's a potential there yeah. doesn't mean that I have to have everybody talking about it mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just like oh my god and then yeah like no I I completely agree with that especially like little kids mm-hmm. like when they have to like self-isolate in houses mm-hmm. yeah and there are like well how how do you even do that like I honestly I, I, I really, think that happens I, I, most yeah. of the time because you can't have a four-year-old you know sitting in a room by themselves for 24 hours a day mm-hmm. it's not healthy yeah it's not no healthy. and yeah I just I I don't always agree because I hear a lot of like mental health of the kids mental health of the kids and I'm like well yeah mental health of the kids but what about my mental health right but yeah. I just like to be six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, you know, wearing a mask basically eight hours a day, mm-hmm. five days a week, and, you know, being told, like, this is bad, like, don't, like, bad, bad, you don't want this bad, right? It's just, I mean, we're two years in, like, we, we need to remove that. We need We need to stop you know shaming and feeling shame and the and I guess that comes a lot from the government right like they're telling like that that shame factor Mm -hmm. um is created by the rhetoric of the government that says right and obviously they are just portraying the information no but I think I think at the end of the day like just because you get a vaccine yeah doesn't mean you're not going to get COVID 100% and that's why like um I took my son to get his second vaccine a couple days ago and um like when I talk to him I don't say like this is going to stop you from getting sick this is just going to like if you get something it's going to you know what I mean like and my son is immunocompromised so like that's that's the whole plan like this is it's not like you're never gonna get sick it's more of if you get sick yes like that's I 
the rhetoric of like everybody has to get vaccinated like i'm pro-vaccine but yeah yeah anyways all right well we may as well jump into our next topic because we're on the track already so this i guess in the beginning of january there was a mandate passed by the federal government that said nobody and nobody really like i i only heard about it after it was passed but i guess yeah i only heard about it after it was passed too but so basically um truck drivers and this you know what the the thing that gets passed on this a lot is that the u.s has the exact same policy Mm -hmm. you have to be if you're a truck driver going into the u.s now you have to be fully vaccinated as well um but anyways so here in canada so that mandate was passed and if you're not vaccinated you have to quarantine for 10 days or 14 or however long it is yeah but you know a group of truck drivers i guess and other people in the industry you know rallied and you know we're like freedom i think it's called the freedom convoy um, yes but you know it's a catchy name yeah it is but you know they started from out west and they drove across the country to the capital um to protest this mandate and i mean i think we were we were just talking about this off line but i agree with the original conception mm-hmm. i agree with the original idea that truck drivers i mean there shouldn't be a mandate for this i will say like 85 to 90 percent, like the canadian trucking alliance according to some site i'm on says that 85 to 95 percent of the 120,000 mm-hmm. canadian truckers who work cross cross border routes are vaccinated mm-hmm. like i don't know for any jobs that like i'm gonna be applying for typically any new job new hires depending on the job you're applying for you typically have to say you're 14 days past a second vaccine yeah so yeah yeah i i just struggle with the mandate um Mm -hmm. and i look at it from a variety of issues i look at it from you know the view that 10 percent the last 10 percent of holdouts that aren't vaccinated they're not going to get vaccinated and mandates aren't going to cause them to get vaccines it's Mm -hmm. not it hasn't worked yet it's not going to work like you're just imposing more rules and it's government overreach in my opinion um and then i also look at it from the economic point of view right like Mm -hmm. you've got supply chain issues you know we we already we already had supply chain issues and we already had really bad inflation so it's it's already making it worse it's going to get worse and it's just like how much pressure are you willing to put your people under mr prime minister in order to try and make an example of a few Mm -hmm. is it worth the fight in my opinion the answer is no I also saw um, 
like this like the freedom convoy has got a lot of international attention um yet other canadian issues have not Mm -hmm. like the amount of indigenous children who have been found on residential schools um or when um indigenous people are um um uh, what's the word um uh protesting um i believe there was a bill passed basically saying they're not allowed to protest and block highways and stuff like that um it has to be peaceful Mm -hmm. um like those don't seem to make like internet like they don't seem to make such um uh media attention but yet this is so well i don't know yeah and see i was watching some of it today and now you've got people like there were okay first of all did you watch any of it today i was watching a little bit of it because i wanted i and then i was looking more into like i i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm not a fan of jt justin trudeau like Mm. he's i i don't and I also am not, I, I was saying this before we came on, and I'm not, a, like, why why now? Why did we, I'm not sure when the U.S. put their vaccination mandate for truckers. Okay. Um, so this they, again, Canada probably followed suit, but, yeah. Oh, JT. Um, but, yeah, you can go, go ahead just, with what you were saying. Well, Justin Trudeau, like, he's like, this is what Canadians want. Canadians don't agree with these the, these protesters, and it's like you've got massive amounts of people lining the 401 to the point that, mm-hmm. which is Canada's busiest highway, to the point that kids were sliding down hills and people were standing on the friggin' highway with strollers. Like this, mm-hmm. this do these two things like compute with you, like Mr. Prime Minister? There were there was a convoy going through like Essex County today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like this is it's garnered a lot of support like there's seven million dollars in a gofundme page mm-hmm. behind it like with ninety nine thousand people who have donated towards it yeah like so and and i mean that kind of attention you may not necessarily agree with their stance but when you have that kind of response like from these protesters and the mass amount of support that you're seeing behind them whether you agree or not it's a mass amount of support mm-hmm. you owe it like right like you are the elected leader right the people elected you you weren't placed there you're not king you owe it to those people to meet with them and hear it out but instead he said these are racial radical people which again some of them likely are because there's a lot of fringe groups that have taken over but Mm -hmm. in the same point let's listen to the original intention of the protest no i agree yeah anyways so and like one of there was a conservative mp who was like 
like photographed. Yeah, that's uh Pierre Polier. Poly Polyver. No, no. Um I didn't Aaron 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 O'Toole. Aaron O'Toole, yeah. Who is a tool? Well, and see then he it's six of one half dozen of another, right? Exactly. It's six of one half dozen of another because now he's associating himself with some of the fringe groups that are a part of this, right? Yeah. And I mean, there are fringe groups that were a part of it. I watched it today. First of all, it was very Canadian in the fact that people had, some people had Canadian flags attached to hockey sticks. (laughs) Um, People were walking around in hockey jerseys. They were drinking their Tim Hortons. And it was largely peaceful during Mm -hmm. the day. I don't know what it is like now because I'm not watching the news. Um... But it was largely peaceful during the day. But you know how we like to compare ourselves to the U.S. all the time, right? Yeah. So when you think about, so like this would, in my mind, this would compare this, like the momentum behind this would be like January 6th, like the insurrection, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? With the people in the combat gear, breaking into the Capitol, wanting to do things to elected leaders, yeah, you compare that to what's happening with the trucks and the horns and the beep beep and the people walking around with their two horns. Like, it, it's just very Canadian. <laughs> I, I, I do get the... At the end of the day, right? Like, the West always feels very unheard. Mm-hmm. Right? At the end of the day, right? Like, yes. so... The movement started in Alberta, mm-hmm. who has just been like, especially with um, like the oil sands, like all of that, like it's just, it's taken a hit. So they just basically showed up and said, you know what, Trudeau, you need to like, you, you need to like, we're here and you need to listen. Yeah. And like there was trucks from like Nova Scotia that showed up, like BC, like yeah, yeah. So I just I think it might be very Canadian, but I wouldn't. I mean, again, I can't forecast this, but like the fact that like there was like the police in Ottawa were already like in contact with the organizers like I don't think they meant for it to be like a violent protest I think it was more it of just, was never like, intended to be in a violent protest right but I think it's of, like, when you think of the size and scope of it right mm-hmm. there's a lot of room for things to go wrong because of the 100 that take part mm-hmm. right I mean everybody's out there today voicing it's not it's not the original intention now mm-hmm. of of the convoy it's the original intention intention is like out the window right? yeah now we're on anti-vax now we're on anti-mask now we're on you know hell i saw a friggin palestine flag there and a ukrainian <laughs> flag and i saw a sign that said pro-choice and i'm not sure if they meant pro-choice vaccine or pro-choice abortion i don't know <laughs> but it's just more 
into all of these different segments, right? Yeah. And the fringes, especially one because Maxine Bernier, who's the People's Party of Canada, he's yeah. like far right. He okay. supported it. And when he supports it, you know all of the crazies. Like I'm talking right wing conspiracy theorists, crazy yeah. are going to come out and join in because yeah. you know their leader said he supports us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what comes of it though. And I mean they said they'll be there tomorrow on Sunday. They mm-hmm. some of them may be there throughout the week. Okay. Again, it would be interesting because I, I, from what I saw today or uh, read today, was that, um, um, what's it called? Um, the House of Commons, like the MPs, members of parliament are supposed mm-hmm. to be back. Like some of them, they're in like a hybrid, yeah, whatever. So they're supposed to be on back Monday. on Monday. Yep. So, and yep. apparently, like they they released, like I I don't know if any like we're Canadian like most of us know what the prime minister's address is so 24 exactly and like I know he's not staying right there but he's staying like at an address like at the governor general's house oh no he Um, he went to a secret location (laughs) they went went and hid um but you know what's really interesting we said earlier that the U.S. imposed a very similar mandate um, a few days after Canada. Okay. You haven't heard of people about that. Nothing. No. No protests from truck drivers in the States. Nothing in the news. Nothing on CNN. Like, Which, in all, like, that surprises me. Mm-hmm. Like, compare, like, like, Canada has just, but maybe it's because we've had so many I think it's just at a boiling point now. Yeah. I think I think we're past the boiling point. Like the pot, the water in the pot is overflowing <laughs> because just... it's so hot and it's just yeah. it's done. We're done. We're done with the mandates. And I think everybody, whether whether you're anti-vaccine or pro-vaccine or whether you believe it's true or it's not true, I think we can all just all agree that we're just mm-hmm done and tired of all of the restrictions and the mandates and living life like hermits Mm -hmm. hermits right so i think i think this is just this is it like this is the boiling point and i mean in the u.s it happened a hell of a lot earlier Mm -hmm. which i don't know i think that speaks to um a, a level of you know I can't even come up with the word right now. I think um, it just speaks to their docile. Culture. Like we're very docile, right? To get yeah. mandates and control and uh, stuff like that much more than they are. But I think this is just the fever pitch, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I mean, the, the provinces control the restrictions. Yeah. Right. I mean, the federal government has some control, but the province imposed so maybe this will get provinces to kind of be done i don't know i don't know they would be interesting mm-hmm. i i don't know maybe we can get all the truckers to go up to see you know queen's park 
<laughs> well, and see, that's he's up for re-election this year. I that would be interesting. I so I sorry to cut you off. I wonder if the restrictions because the restrictions they're opening with on Monday mm-hmm. or the lifting of restrictions they're doing on Monday is much more lax than it has in the past with reopenings. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you'll see restrictions disappear faster and maybe not even make a comeback just so that he can win favoritism with some people to get reelected. It would be interesting. Again, like we're not, it's, there's no ideal way to handle a pandemic. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I just, oh yeah i'm just some of the things that he has done (laughs) (laughs) some of the things they've all done i mean i wouldn't want the job no and i'm not asking for it no thank you and i'm not gonna lie i think he was doing a pretty good job up until eh. The fall. I'll give him up until the fall. And then once the Omicron came, it was like the wheels just fell off the bus. <laughs> like he's as done with it as everybody else. <sighs> yeah, you you you're being more liberal than I am. Like with during like the first Christmas when he was like, you know what, we're gonna let y'all get together with your families and then we're gonna put you on lockdown and i'm like why just put us on lockdown before <laughs> i don't understand your logic here personally i don't so that's that's where i'm at i think yeah but again i am not not gonna act like i'm in government or a policymaker but i just go with logic <laughs> oh yeah anyway so that is the trucker convoy uh, let us know your thoughts i i don't know i yeah let's see how long it goes on for yeah right eh? i mean i also that, like like there when the... that they won't leave until something's done so <laughs> i don't know how realistic that is I also want to know, like, how this might, again, might be a dumb question, but, like, they're in, like, Ottawa. Like, what if they need gas? Like, how do they get out? Like, they're, like, squeezed in there. I don't know. They have big enough tanks. They probably filled up before going to <laughs> True. The- I mean. True. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is also a PSA. Do not drive down Wellington in Ottawa for the next probably couple days. <laughs> Maybe a couple weeks. You never know. And if you you know can't find anything at your local grocery store, that's why. Well, and I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about like hey, this this you know the convoy was on the news and. You know, I was looking at the the stuff in my kitchen and I'm thinking, how did this actually get here? Mm-hmm. It came on a truck. 
Yeah. It, just, it didn't just magically, you know, pop into the grocery store. It came on a truck. Mm-hmm. Right? Like how I I don't right? It's kind of like the where does your food come from question, right? Like we just take it for granted that we can go to the store and get something and it's right there and it magically appears, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't think about the people and what it takes to get it here. So I think that's just if if there's one positive thing to come out of that, I think it's just uh a reframing of in our minds, right? Of you know how things get to where they go and who does the work. So and let's be honest, like that is like grueling, like mm-hmm. <sighs> like the the amount of hours that they have to drive like that's not easy Mm -hmm. like and let's be honest jt doesn't want to do it yeah (laughs) he wouldn't survive he's really not that good at being a prime minister (laughs) so jt just lift the mandate for these guys like (laughs) do what they ask Now, okay, so I was just I was just thinking about this. Would you agree if the mandate was changed so that unvaccinated drivers had to take a test before crossing the border? Rather than not being allowed to go over at all. How do you think that would fly? Um Or would it be an all or nothing? I don't know. Maybe maybe take a test? But I guess the problem is you can't find tests now. So that's kind of a moron. But I think that making them like like self-quarantine for 10 days, like let's be honest... Um, I know some truck drivers who like literally you're over there and you don't you don't interact with anyone no you don't interact with anyone yeah so you're literally you're doing your job like you're not over there like let's go to Mexican town I wish so I no I yeah Like that that is that person's job. If that is their choice not to get vaccinated, then they should not be reprimanded for that. Like I know some uh like where my partner works, he again I said like I like a lot of places I've seen where I've been trying to whatever. Um they've basically been like you have to have your two vaccines past 14 days. But where my partner works, it's they will supply mm-hmm. testing materials. Yeah. Like you do not have to be vaccinated. Yeah, and well and it's two different industries too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just don't Yeah. Yeah. I think we're kind of going into in an area where I don't well, know. I know. I, 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 I don't I, I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And all it's doing is creating more division, mm-hmm. right? Like, how much division 
and animosity has the government sown over the past two years you think about vaccine versus anti-vaccine you think about the shame complex that we talked about earlier you think about Mm -hmm. all this stuff like and now with uh, the government's comment the the governor the prime minister's comment that uh, you know this this isn't what canadians stand for well now you're just you're throwing gasoline on fire like you know what i think canadians stand for is groceries that are actually affordable 100 percent. right like and you know how that's done is by having truckers who will you know like Mm -hmm. to get it here yeah yeah and yeah and like (laughs) that's how about that's what sorry how about how about instead of worrying about vaccine mandates we work on getting alberta's oil supply up so that we can have cheaper gasoline because it's up to almost a dollar fifty yes i did hear that i think like (sighs) i i think our government or our prime minister's agenda Mm -hmm. is a little bit off of what the like let's be honest like middle class i'm very comfortable saying i'm middle class i've always been middle class i will probably always be middle class i'm comfortable saying that mm-hmm. comfortable with it yeah very comfortable um but like <laughs> where like where like our government's priorities really are mm-hmm. are not are not this yes yeah yeah like the fact of how much like i was watching this one this pierre dude pierre polivier i'm sorry i just butchered your name he's an mp of carlton ontario um and he basically was just listing off how much our groceries have gone up so that is why a lot of people go over to the u.s to Mm -hmm. buy groceries because they are so much cheaper yeah. Or they will go to the U.S. to buy milk because it is so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Even though there is a disparity sometimes, you know, the U.S. adds hormones and stuff to their milk. However, whatever, besides the point. Living in Canada is fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And the so, government isn't making it any cheaper, right? no yeah Yeah. so in that sense i am 100 percent in support of the truckers because the fact that Mm -hmm. there is less food on the shelves is just going to put up food prices yeah yeah the world we live in (laughs) fun yeah joys of being an adult buying mm-hmm. food yeah oh yeah yeah but yeah guys let us know your thoughts um sorry we just kind of went on some rants there i know i did but it's i don't know it is frustrating mm-hmm. um but yeah let us know your thoughts um i am watching the show superstore I love. I started. Superstar. Yes, I've started watching that, so that is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very funny. So if you have Netflix, I recommend it. Um, 
I don't know if it plays on anything else. Uh, I don't think it does. Okay. Um, you know what is not exciting is Netflix raised its prices. So Netflix, I'm not happy with you with that. But it I didn't will... go up very much, did it? No, it did. I don't think so. I haven't. <sighs> um, but yes. I, so I heard a couple weeks ago that their subscribership, like their growth per month, is down a lot. Oh, really? And it's a lot. And see, their original business model was like they took content that from other sources yeah. and licensed it, right? Like that was their business model. Mm-hmm. Now with all of the new streaming services, those companies are, you know, um, what's the word they're placing their rights back on their content so they're mm-hmm. leaving so now netflix is forced to create their own content yeah thus the price increase that would make sense yeah but yeah there's like so many there's why there's crave paramount yeah like disney plus Discovery disney plus. plus but i'm not gonna lie like disney plus has so much like, yeah insane yeah um you know what movie i watched last night so i had a movie night with my son and um we watched lilo and stitch i love that movie (laughs) so do i i was like we had started it a while ago and he was like this is scary and i was like let's just watch it (laughs) and uh he loves 101 dalmatians so (laughs) but i was like um but yeah you can find all of that on uh, on disney plus so yeah mm-hmm. disney plus if you want to sponsor us we hey, will yeah we'll totally make an announcement whatever Just you want us to sh- say sh- shout out yeah um but yeah it's it's crazy all the streaming services to think when we were kids we had all of the stupid vhs's and i still I have some of that. <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah um but yeah i did so reg and i were talking before we came on we have we both use spotify however the free version because we're cheap (laughs) we're cheap um so um and you can also find us on spotify just just search saturday night combos exactly um however um, so I was reading and I've never listened to the Joe Rogan experience. Apparently it's a podcast. <laughs> Apparently I, I only listen to that. I just don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, it's like some artists, um, on that were on Spotify. were basically just like, we want to be taken off Spotify because of some misinformation that uh, due to uh, like of COVID-19 that was spread on the Joe Rogan experience so like Joni Mitchell right it's not just some musician but actually it's no so yeah Joni Mitchell and and Neil Young yeah so like what was said if you just give me a second I have to find it if so many things open so basically what he said was like he like COVID-19 misinformation like 
that young people shouldn't get vaccinated and like different things that can be done in place of vaccines or mm-hmm. like if you do get um COVID-19 um but Spotify did a little little investigation and decided that there wasn't enough yeah there wasn't enough um information for um his podcast to be taken off however joe rogan basically has said in the past that he has almost 200 million downloads a month well and the other the other piece of that is his podcast airs exclusively on spotify Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a money maker for them. Yes. Yeah. However, we should all just, especially if you have a platform, only put out some positive, truthful information. Um, but like Spotify, like two hundred this uh two hundred and seventy health experts like put a letter to uh, Spotify, basically saying like calling calling out Spotify um and the joe rogan experience uh popular podcast basically saying that like there's a lot of misinformation yeah but it's still going on well and of course it's going to go on right because it's Mm -hmm. technically freedom of speech and you know what whatever but uh it was sorry dog is licking my bowl (laughs) but it was trending on twitter today like people are like there's a mass exodus from spotify now yeah and you said that it's really like again i didn't even know he was on spotify like apparently that's how i'm into uh i just listen to music on it um i do listen to some podcasts but Apparently not his, but I don't know. Let us know what you think. That's like, I have so much um, respect for the musicians that have gotten their music taken off of it. Um, like hashtag go Joni Mitchell and Neil Young. Um, yeah. So but, after they remove Neil Young's music. Mm hmm. Spotify lost four billion dollars in market value. Wow! Can you imagine four billion dollars just to stand behind a podcast that spreads misinformation? That's more than a couple quarters. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. And that just happened. Like that. This just happened the other day. That's like. How do you make that decision? I don't know, but like, like, how do you be like, okay, ethically, we know he's spreading misinformation. Yeah. However, he makes us a lot of dough. So sorry, Neil. Yeah. We're gonna have to let you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. And it wasn't even a case of like, sorry, Neil, we have to let you go. It was, we're not taking it down so he left but anyways yeah no it's crazy like four billion dollars like insane crazy 
crazy thing. It'd be interesting to see how many people actually like unsubscribe because, like, we are not subscribers. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Well, Spotify. technically, you are a subscriber though because you have a Spotify account. True. Right. True. Um, I do not pay for it, so I listen to ads, which I really don't care about. Um. Sorry, they're not getting my money. Um, it, there's a news report out saying Spotify overwhelmed with requests to cancel following Josh, Josh what's his name? Sorry, Joe New, Rogan's New saga. Spotify, Spotify appears to have been overwhelmed by cancellation requests and customer service support issues following the Joe Rogan Neil Young saga that started earlier this week. Um. Yeah. Like it. There's a mass exodus. I don't know. It. It. It's. But and again with streaming services, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like the TV. There's so many different ones now. There's another that, one that you can turn to. Exactly. Exactly. And Apple Music. It's just going to, they're just going to get everybody from Spotify. Like, they're going to eat it up, right? Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Well, we will let you know what we (laughs) learn, but that is interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And I mean, it's, just, not, uh, it's not uncommon. Like, this stuff has been happening for two years, but just the fact that it's such a big platform, right? Usually these platforms tend to, le- tend to lean more liberal. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I did hear Spotify was working because uh, Spotify had signed, like, a major deal with, like, Prince Harry and Meghan. Um, oh really? And they had only yeah, they had only put out like one podcast like a year ago, so they were working on creating new content as well. So like, yeah, and it's it's like the Netflix thing, right? Like they're they're diversifying. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Interesting. we'll see what comes next with Spotify. Yeah just another conglomerate yes it is i don't use that word lightly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i just like to think that everything should be done ethically and then you have the like like they're just like he's such a social worker actually (laughs) he makes this makes us a whole bunch of money so we're just gonna be like sorry neil (laughs) but yeah Oh, good gosh. Yeah. Here, let's go 2022. No, we're only 30 <laughs> days into it. <laughs> I don't know. We're do we're doing our best. Yeah. We yeah. are doing our best. So guys, we wish you all a amazing week. <laughs> we are wishing ourselves an amazing week. Um Check us out on Instagram at, at Saturday Night Convos. Shoot us an email at Saturday Night Convos at gmail.com if there's anything you uh, 
any comments you have i know we kind of went over a lot of stuff tonight especially politics wise yeah we talked um, about, although i feel like we haven't had a good like like pol- politics are rich episode in a while so I oh mean, my gosh it was kind of long overdue okay i'm glad you glad you think that <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah i think that's that's it um but yeah guys catch us back here um and remember episodes drop every saturday yeah or whenever i get (laughs) just take that out then we try to stay consistent we try we try we try we try but we try okay (laughs) okay guys have a great night all right Bye. bye bye